Welcome to That Smart Hustle, a podcast dedicated to the importance of creating your truth, realizing your own self-worth, loving who you are and the journey you're on, all while planning for the future, but still being present in the now. I'm your host, Kristen Martin. You may know me from my YouTube channel, where I post writing advice videos and day-in-the-life vlogs, or perhaps you've delved into my fictitious worlds by reading one of my young adult books, or maybe we're meeting for the first time. If the latter is the case, then hello and welcome. There's plenty of space here for everyone from all walks of life, whether you're lost and can't seem to find your way, or you think you're on the right path, or you're just starting out and have no idea where to begin. It's all about empowering yourself to be the kind of person you want to be and to pursue the lifestyle you want to live. So let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to That Smart Hustle podcast and welcome to episode 67. Happy spring, happy May. I absolutely love the month of May. It's my birthday month, it's tourist season. Everything's just good. I've talked about this before, but I I love the fall. It's one of my favorite seasons and I do like winter as well, but there is something so refreshing and just, I don't know, full of life and vibrant about spring. And so in today's podcast episode, I wanted to talk specifically about how to cleanse and renew your soul for spring. Because we talk about, you know, you hear about spring cleaning all the time, going through all the physical clutter in your house and in your office and all of the spaces. And this is great. It's definitely needed. But I think there's there's more that we can do on an internal level to really make sure that we are living a life that is aligned to ourselves, to our truth, to our sole purpose. And as if on cue, I hear some birds chirping right outside my window. So if you hear chirping, that's what it is. They're just, you know, the birds are even happy that we're doing a spring cleansing and renewal episode. So when we think about winter, when I think about winter, I tend to think about hibernation and darkness. You know, the days are shorter. And in a sense, in winter, you know, everything dies. So winter is the time where I really spend a lot of my energy reflecting on on the past and you know maybe on the past year it's a good time to set goals in January and February but for some reason I feel like that darkness and kind of that sense of death is still lingering a little bit and I'm not saying death in a morbid way or in a bad way it's just you know things die and then the spring comes and things bloom again so we go from winter where we have hibernation darkness and death to then coming into spring or blooming into spring where there's vibrance and light and life again. We all feel this shift, right? I mean, I spent most of April outdoors. Like my back patio became my new office. And I found that over the past month, I've just been out more in general because the weather is nice, the days are longer. So again, we all feel this shift from this kind of hibernation, darkness, death state to this more vibrant light and life-giving state once spring rolls around. With that, there's a sense of renewal. Everything around you in your external reality is blooming. So then it makes sense that we feel the urge to breathe life back into our routines, projects, and you know our habits. So today in this episode, I wanna talk about four areas of your life that you can cleanse and renew for spring. I'm going to give some examples as to how I do this in my own life. And actually, I tend to do this every single season, not just in the spring, but for the sake of this episode, since it is spring, that's what we're gonna roll with. 
So those four areas are the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual. So let's start with cleansing the physical. Like I just said, I tend to do this physical cleansing or decluttering or spring cleaning, you know, spring cleaning, fall cleaning, if you will, every single season. Because if I just focus on it for the spring, then I'm trying to tackle my entire house. And that's a lot to do in one season. And then I feel like all I did in spring when I wanted to be outside was stay inside decluttering and organizing and cleaning. So instead, what I do is I tackle two to three areas of my house each season to declutter and organize. So for this season specifically, I chose all of the bathroom sinks, because I have quite a few underneath the bathroom sinks and also the little bathroom cabinets that I have, that's one area. I'm also going to be decluttering and organizing my kitchen, so all of the cabinets in the kitchen. And then the third area is my office, which is pretty clean already, but I really do wanna go through the drawers and specifically go through all of the files that I've had, you know, ones that are maybe over five years old that I can shred or get rid of. And I really like to use the KonMari method of, you know, does this item or does this, Thing spark joy? Does it bring joy? And if not, you either get rid of it or you can donate it if it's still in a condition for someone else to use and love. So that's cleansing the physical. We go through everything, we declutter, we get rid of things that no longer serve us, that no longer have meaning, that don't have a place in our present or in our future. So then when it comes to renewing the physical, now you've you've opened up all of this space. So you can choose what you want to do with that space. If you're going for a more minimalist approach and you're not really about things and acquiring more stuff, then maybe that's how you renew. Your physical space is renewed because you're focusing on minimalism and you have less stuff in your space. Or maybe you want to acquire some new stuff to spruce up your space. Maybe you want some new throw pillows for your couch or a new plant for your office. Or you want to plant a flower garden or an herb garden. Just something to renew renew the physical space around you. Okay, so then we have cleansing the mental, the mental part. And this is where we're really focusing internally on the blocks, those self-imposed blocks that we have and also our own limiting beliefs. So when I'm cleansing my mental state, I like to look at my goals and aspirations for my life as well as where I'm at in reaching those goals and aspirations. And as I'm doing that, I'll kind of like set benchmarks and see exactly where I am. And if I'm not where I thought I would be or where I want to be, that's when I'll identify the thoughts that are no longer serving me. And this process can take a little while because you may not be fully aware of the thoughts that you think every single day. So it might take a week or possibly even a month to just kind of go through your day to day and really be aware and conscious of the types of thoughts that are popping into your mind when it comes to that certain goal or aspiration. So I like to keep my phone with me or a notebook with me. I'll write down those thoughts, those self-limiting beliefs. And then actually, if you listen to my moon phases and how to use the moon phases in your life for manifestation, it's actually at the full moon that I'll have all of those thoughts written down. I'll burn them in the fireplace as a way to release and let go of them. For me, that's a, that's a great way to really cleanse my mental blocks is to write everything down on one piece of paper, review those at the full moon, and then burn them in the fireplace. So they are gone, they are no longer here, and I have let them go. But in renewing my mental state, before I burn them at the full moon, I do like to renew my mental state by reframing those thoughts and then creating new mantras or affirmations for my morning meditations. 
So if there's a self-limiting belief or thought that pops up that goes something like, who are you to have this? Who are you to want these things? You're not good enough to have this. And I reframe that into into an affirmation of self-worth, saying that I am loved, supported, and guided by the divine at all times, and that the desires that I have are placed on my heart for a reason. They are my soul's calling and to pursue them. So you can rewrite those limiting beliefs and turn them into a really powerful affirmation, which you can then, you know, write those on your bathroom mirror with dry erase markers, or you can use sticky notes. So that way, when you wake up in the morning, you see them, you can program little alarms into your phone. This is something that I've done recently and I have them go off at times that I feel really connected to like 11, 11, 333, 11, I have all these different timestamps that I always seem to, oh, 1222 is another one. I always seem to catch the clock at these times every single day. So I started setting alarms and programming those affirmations and mantras so that it's something that I am absorbing. You can also make them your desktop background on your computer or your phone if you tend to work in your office for you know long periods throughout the day. You can also put a sticky note on the dash of your car. So that way every morning when you're driving to work, if you spend a lot of time driving or commuting, somewhere where you're going to see it every single day will help you to absorb it. Because when you're renewing your mental state, that takes time and consistency. You can't just tell yourself something one time and hope it's going to stick. Just like with any other habit and any kind of reframing, it's going to take time and consistency. So you need to see and absorb those new thoughts often and often enough to the point where you then begin to believe them and it becomes your new thought process. Because essentially what you're doing is reprogramming your brain. Next is cleansing the emotional. So for me, when I'm cleansing my emotional state, this is really more so focused on my relationships with other people. So I'll look at maybe any arguments with family or friends that haven't been resolved, or maybe if there's tension there that we haven't addressed. And then I'll take my journal and I'll write down how that makes me feel, like how it truly makes me feel, and I don't hold back. And what I'll do from there is I'll practice forgiveness and letting go of any kind of anger, resentment, and bitterness. And when you're practicing forgiveness, you may have to do that on more of a soul level first on an internal level before actually picking up the phone or meeting up with this person in person to resolve whatever emotional state you need to resolve. In cleansing my emotional state over the past few seasons, I didn't realize how much baggage I was carrying around from just from my relationships with other people. And it may even be, you know, an ex, an ex of yours, an ex-partner, that you still are holding on to some kind of grudge or some kind of resentment that you need to identify and forgive that person for and just let it go. I love that quote by Buddha that goes something like, holding on to anger is like drinking poison and expecting the other person to die. If we're just holding on to anger and resentment and bitterness toward other people, I feel like we can never actually grow into the person that we already are and the person that we're meant to be. So practicing forgiveness and letting letting all of that tension and all of that nonsense go is great when it comes to cleansing your emotional state. And then also for your emotional state, I actually like to look at my routines and habits and how those specifically make me feel. Because your routines 
and habits evoke how you feel on a daily basis. It's the stuff that you're doing every single day. So a lot of people would think routines and habits would fall under the more physical realm. I consider it a more emotional thing because what I'm doing every day that gives me certain feelings throughout the day. So I'll get to that in just a minute, but real quick for renewing your emotional state when it comes to practicing forgiveness and letting go of anger, resentment, and bitterness, the way I like to renew my emotional state is with water. And specifically, I like to do this in the bubble bath because there's something about being in a bubble bath that is just so, especially with Epsom salt, that is just so cleansing and renewing for just my soul in general but really for my emotions. So I found now when I'm in the bubble bath, I like to send love and light to the people that maybe I'm holding on to just an argument or tension or something silly that needs to just that needs to just be let go of. Because I find that the water washes away all of that tension and anything related to those negative feelings and emotions. As for renewing your routines and habits, you know, what we do daily is largely responsible for how we feel on a day-to-day basis. So for instance, if you're feeling sluggish, that probably means you don't have a routine or a habit of, you know, incorporating walks or more exercise or more sleep. If you're feeling stressed every day, maybe that means you need to incorporate more you time or more time to just be, whether that's through meditation, bubble baths, or, you know, going to your favorite cafe to read a book. If you're feeling bored throughout your days, that's probably a signal that you need to incorporate something new into your routine or to implement a new habit. I mean, you can go rock climbing. You can check out a comedy club. You can pursue that hobby that you keep saying someday to. Just do something new to get rid of that feeling of boredom. Okay, and lastly, cleansing the spiritual, which is definitely one of my my favorite things to do. So when I'm looking to cleanse the spiritual side of things, I tend to ask two major questions. What daily practices are no longer serving me? And what things are no longer feeding my soul? And the biggest thing I found in this past season is that the daily practice of just having unnecessary pressure and having a to-do list miles long, that's no longer serving me. And the thing that is no longer feeding my soul is just the constant state of hustle and always rushing to the next thing. I've talked about this a lot in previous podcast episodes. It's something I am consistently working towards. Again, it's something that takes time, awareness, and consistency. But identifying those daily practices that are no longer serving you, what things are no longer feeding your soul is really, really crucial when it comes to cleansing the spiritual side of things. And you may find that it could be big things like your job may be no longer serving you or feeding your soul. It could be your relationship. It could be where you live, or maybe it's a smaller thing. Like for me, I found that guided meditations, I used to use the Calm app and then I use the Headspace app. And then I've also used, what is it called? Oh, the Simple Habit app. And I love and appreciate all of those apps for getting me into meditation, but I've now moved on to my own ritual and my own meditation that is no longer guided. So I've identified that 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 practice of guided meditation is no longer serving me and I've kind of evolved into a new practice that is aligned with me and what feeds my soul. So to go along with that, the renewal for the spiritual side of things 
Ask yourself the question, what would feed your soul? Maybe it's taking more walks in nature without your phone or some sort of technology or without a purpose just to aimlessly wander and take a walk. How often do you just go for a walk without like, oh, I need to walk one mile to hit my fitness goals or, you know, whatever it may be. When have you just gone on a walk in nature just to look up at the sun, look up at the trees, feel the breeze on your face? I mean, not everything has to have a purpose. Not everything has to have an endpoint. You could go do yoga in the park instead of in a studio. You can incorporate, you know, tarot readings into your days. You can learn more about the moon phases if that's something that really interests you. You can read more personal development books or invest in a course or program that you've had your eye on for a while. Just look at what you're doing on the personal growth and development spectrum and ask how you can renew that further. You will find that when all of these aspects are in harmony, the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the spiritual, you'll find that life just gets easier, it's more beautiful, and it just flows. When your life feels cleansed and renewed, subsequently, so will your soul because your life is your soul and your soul is your life. It's what you're doing every single day. It's what you're spending your time doing. It's what you're thinking. It's how you're feeling. It's the experiences you're having. Cleanse and renew your life and you'll cleanse and renew your soul. So that is it for today's podcast episode. I really hope that you enjoyed it. If you did, it would help me out so much if you would leave a rating and a review on iTunes. And if you like the content and everything we talked about on that Smart Hustle podcast, make sure you check out my personal development book, Be Your Own Hashtag Goals. I will link it in the show notes for you. I hope you have a wonderful day or evening wherever you are in the world. And I will chat with you in the next episode. Cheers. Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode, please subscribe to make sure you don't miss anything. For more beyond this podcast, including information on my YouTube channel and webinars, visit me at thatsmarthustle.com. And for daily inspiration and writing advice, come hang out with me on Instagram at author Kristen Martin. I'll talk with you all again very soon. Cheers.